So I want to preface this by saying that I did not plan for this to go as it did, but I really just went on a real rant and I'm hoping that you all can get something from it. I am uh, just going to let you listen. And if you have any feedback, you can always send it back to the real purple haze at gmail.com. But uh, yeah, y'all just take this for what it is. It's a standalone and uh, hope y'all are well, as always. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate you. Y'all sit tight. I'm going to bring you some more content here pretty soon. All right, here we go. and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Gold Blade Purple Haze podcast. This isn't an episode as much as it is just a segment. I'm here as a note, not just to myself, but to the world. Um, to the people that may, excuse me, cat, I'm trying to do a podcast. Do you mind? Cat, cat, I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm trying to do a second. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, so anyway, um, I'm here as a note to those that may, that may be in the same boat as an individual that let's say hurt my feelings and by hurt my feelings I don't mean like I'm going to go sit and cry in the corner or I'm going to go do something violently erratic I just mean I'm upset okay Um, it is St. Patrick's Day uh, the night of let's say going into the next day and I'm out out and about I uh, decided to catch up with my bro. It's been a minute uh, since I caught up with a man, and we uh, we really, really had a lot to catch up on, touch base, and just really, uh, you know, really need to encourage one another and to support one another as we continue to go on in our day to days. And so uh, today, of course, we had a uh, I I hate to say tradition because uh, we have a spot that we go to. It's a uh, what could probably be considered a dive bar at this point. Um, I don't know if it was always that way. Um, I think the signs are there and all of that, but I, um, I wanted to make a note basically to say that I don't go there quite as often and I know he's there every day. So I feel like a part of me is there every day in that, you know, we're, we're brothers. That's, that's how we are. So even when we're apart, uh, you know, our influences on one another are still lasting. So to that sense, I feel like, um, if something is wrong there and he would be bothered by it is something as simply as I would be bothered by it. But I was there tonight and no, again that I have not been there in a minute so the uh, the culture there I'm not as uh, closely familiar with as I have been over 
over the course of years, but it kind of is what it is. So all that to say, I'm making a note that near the end of, uh, of the evening, we're, uh, we're approaching last call and all this other stuff. So, um, I had signed up to do a little karaoke song along with a bunch of others, but there's a, a young brother. Well, I hate to say young, but I mean, Hey, we all approaching middle age. It is what it is. So, uh, there's a guy that I know, let's say, <laughs> and, uh, Anyway, he uh, he ran by me and told me he was getting ready to go do a country song. So I didn't exactly know what to think about it, because in a place where it's let me help paint the picture, it is predominantly white. Uh, I mean, it's it's just what it is. The owner is not, but uh, the clientele is white. The support is white. The staff is white. Um the only people of color that you'll see is maybe one biracial gentleman that may be checking you at the door and maybe uh, one or two people out of the kitchen. So uh, I'll just I'll just put it like that. So anyway, I'm not saying initially, let me just be clear, because those of you that keep up with me or you know me, you know uh, you know, kind of where I hang out and, you know, you may know where I'm talking about, but for those of you that don't just kind of imagine you're in a place where, uh, it's not that black people are, uh, pushed away or deterred from going here. It's just that, uh, we are not the majority in this sense. Now that's not to demean the, uh, the clientele or anything like that. It's just to say, Hey, um, we're not the majority. So with all that being out of the way, let me continue on with the story. So, uh, with it being paint, uh, paint Patrick's day, St. Patrick's day, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of drinking, you know, there's going to be a lot of, uh, uncommon clientele just by general rule of thumb. I mean, I get that. I understand that, but I get the feeling like, this is something that happens more often than not. And I say that because of the fact that I don't go there as often anymore because I've gotten these kinds of vibes from what is coming, from what I'm going to tell you that happened. There's an incident that has upset me to this point. Again, not to the point where I want to go do something violent. I'm going to retaliate against the uh, establishment or anything like that. I'm going to talk down on them. I'm going to try to keep people from going there. None of that. None of that at all. It's just a simple fact that we're in a society today where people are very apt to share how they're feeling, especially if they're in an inebriated state where they themselves are not feeling like holding anything back. So, <laughs> um, without further ado, let me continue. The end bomb was dropped. Okay. That's the, that's the headline. So, um, everything around that is going to be how I feel about it. My reaction, 
what uh what brought it on and whatever so a young man that i know uh passed by me and told me because we know one another that he was getting ready to go do a country song it's a place that does karaoke and all this and that so time passes and honestly the only reason i'm still here is because i signed up and i want to go do a song i'm trying to do uh drake hotline bling you know what i'm saying trying to trying to cap it off one more time you know before i take off because i can't do john legend i ain't i ain't do my vocal warm-ups i ain't do my scales or none of that stuff okay so i'm just i'm just out here okay i'm just trying to come come in and do one 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 and done one and done <laughs> so uh anyway uh the reason i'm still here is for that but i find myself uh sitting and hanging out for just a couple more minutes and really just engaging with the vibrations of the atmosphere and by that i don't mean to be cliche i mean actually just really looking around to see what types of people are coming here what types of service are being provided how are people reacting to just being here what is it like you know um and i'm not narrowing it down just to any one particular kind of race or gender or anything like that i'm just really uh i guess what could be called people watching so this place i've been going to for a decade at this point and i find myself just in a point of let's say observation so i'm looking around i'm seeing some people that are really just kind of chill i'm seeing some people that are leaving uh that have been here for hours i'm seeing people that seem to be really enjoying their company and everybody's hanging out having a good time um the guy i know like i said he goes up to sing the song he sings his song but he starts it off as a prelude by saying that I know this is a country song and I'm paraphrasing at this point, uh, but it was written by a black man. I know it was performed by this very famous person that all of you all know, but just so you know, dot, dot, dot. And then he goes on to sing this song and he sings very well. Um, I get that. Um, or I will give him that, I'll say. <laughs> hey, I've had my drinks. But um, anyway, he goes on to sing the song. He does his thing. And honestly, I'm just hanging on because, like I said, I have signed up to do a song, but it was late. So I'm like, I already know how this train goes. I know that it's close to the end of uh, the night. I know it's close to... Uh, last call it's close to the bar closing all this other stuff so chances are if I'm toward the bottom of the list which I was chances are they have their cutoff and there's quote not going to be enough time to get to everyone so any of you all that have done karaoke you know how that goes and so um, anyway moving on after he gets done singing there's a moment when everybody's clapping. There's a moment when everybody's, you know, uh, giving their praises for him going and doing his thing. Blase, blase. They enjoyed it. I get that. I respect that. We keep moving. But 
as soon as he comes out into the crowd, he hands off the microphone and he's making it back toward his seat or toward the general area of where everyone is. I hear conversation and it's a point where I had to question, hold on, have I been drinking too much or am I tripping? Like, am I sleepy? What's going on? Because what I heard was, all right, it's the end of the party. Let's sing a nigger song. And I heard that shit and it really just, it didn't sit right with me. And I say that because the whole time he was singing, like I said, I was really people watching. I'm really just peeping the vibes and really taking everything in. I'm trying to reestablish where is this place? Because I know I am in a different place from the last time that I was here. I know I am in a very, very different place from where I was the first time I came here 10 years ago. So when I hear that, I'm looking around. Hold on. Who's speaking? Who is talking right now? Am I tripping? Is this something I heard? And I heard it because it was repeated again. And this is the type of thing that really throws me off because not only was the individual that said it comfortable just throwing this out there in public, he's throwing it out to the individual that got up and decided to sing a song in front of 40 people give or take that obviously are not let me well okay all right so for those of you that want to break this down you want to take notes you want to uh have some type of synopsis with this okay it was a biracial gentleman that sang the song but that doesn't matter the whole point of you getting up there and using that word and using that that superior feel whatever uh you know high horse you're sitting on to feel like you can sit up and and call some song a nigger song and i mean what a hard er i ain't even talking about nothing cool or you know hip or blase blase that you all might think is fine to use for those of you number one that are not african-american and are caucasian but number two are just saying, oh, well, you all call one another that word, so what's the problem? Hey, you know it was a problem before you decided to uh, let it come out of your mouth. So let me just throw that out there. All right, okay. Coming on back down. Getting on, getting on back to the subject. Hold on, I got to pause this thing and come back to it. Lord Jesus. Breathe easy. Breathe perp. How did I react? My first reaction when I realized what I'd heard and that it was processed was that I looked over to the other African-American gentleman next to me. (laughs) 
I looked literally right over to the brother that was sitting like three feet from me because if he was in a place... (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me backtrack because first of all, (laughs) I feel like there are countless, uh, you know, undocumented events to where if a white person uses the n-word in a uh, negative connotation or demeaning connotation toward a black person you use a let me put it like this you use a racial slur against someone that you deem as inferior to you especially in a place where there are multiple entities of those individuals by which you are demeaning, by which you are essentially saying you are less than me. You are nothing. For example, there may be physical repercussions that come from that. Um, I learned that, let's say, in elementary school, for example, just for those of you that that may not have any kind of experience with what may come from demeaning an entire class. Well, I I can't say class, an entire group of people, um, a race, you know, just by individuals. And that's something that I think I could really get into a bit more my race relations as it pertained by age, because there are there are things that you learn within your home, regardless of what race you are, about interracial relations, okay? There are things that you learn about how to greet other people that don't look like you. And I say that to bring open the fact that first of all, these things start at home where you may have come in contact with a word that refers to a different kind of looking person from you, that comes from home. And if it doesn't, let's say you learned it at school. The first time you ever uh, hear that, the first time I ever heard the word was at school. So Uh, It was a white kid that called me this and they called me the N word and I need to go ask my parents, what does this mean? Why did they call me that? And then my parent immediately has tears come to their eyes and ask me, who said that? What happened? Tell me. Who is this individual? What were you all doing? Did you hurt them? Did they hurt you? Where were you? Where was the teacher? Where was the aide? What is happening? Has anybody else called you that? Have they done anything else to you? Did they hurt you? Did they put their hands on you? Talk to me. You know, It's just, it's a crazy, crazy thing to learn to deal with at a young age, first of all, but as an adult, 
to be in a situation where we're beyond playground squabbles. We're beyond simple, I'm going to go tell on you types of deals. You're attacking me as a human being. That's how I feel about it. With that word, you feel a certain way. You feel a certain power over me. And no, it's a word. Don't get me wrong. It's just a word. However, your tone, your intent, your perspective, and your usage of it comes from a place that you feel, and I don't mean think, I mean feel, that you are superior to me simply because of a visual difference. When in actuality, dot, dot, dot. See, all of that really doesn't matter. But I bring it up because it made me feel some type of way. It made me feel some type of way Number one, because I felt like the entire establishment was okay with that. And by okay, I don't mean they encourage it. I just mean that they don't stop it. So the civil squabbles of the civils are theirs to deal with. I wouldn't get involved as the owner. I wouldn't get involved as staff. Even though this is loud, you know, it's it's right there. Um, so what did I do? I got up and left. Especially since uh, the brother that was on the singing end of things. <laughs> He, uh, he was put in an awkward position because he was addressed right there in front of that individual and he had no choice, I suppose, but to try to play it off. Now, as a survival mechanism, I looked at the brother that was next to me. Look, what's going on? Are you, you aware of what's happening? Do we need to address this? That's what I was looking for. Not do we need to retaliate? I was like, do we need to address this? Because saying something is wrong does not take much at all, especially from a group of uh, 40 plus people. Um, it's interesting. I'm actually in a philosophy class right now. So we're looking at a lot of, uh, let's say, theories for social um social shoot not just constructs but actually ways of 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 behavior so anyway um you can consider this long rant something that i'd imagine will probably take about eight to 12 minutes and here we are at 22 lord i'm getting ready to ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to another episode another installment of the gold blade purple haze podcast i'm i'm it's a doggone episode at this point (laughs) and uh 
I say that. <laughs> I say that like uh, in digression. You know, I tend to digress. But let me circle back around so I can finish this up. Um, I've taken up enough of y'all's time and I'm going to drop this immediately. I think after I give it another good listen. But anyway, the uh, the brother that I looked at next to me, because I was wondering, like, do we need to do something? What's up? And those are the types of deals. Like for those of you that may not be aware, there are nonverbal communication signals. <laughs> I mean, any of you all that have been in any kind of social situation know that there are nonverbal signals that are sent and received uh, simultaneously sometimes. But anyway, I looked over at this brother and this man is over here puffing on a cigarette like I ain't seen nothing. I ain't heard nothing. And and that cigarette was better than pudding. I'm going to just put it like that. So uh, anyway, I was like, man, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. I'm like, and and this happened. I'm not going to lie to you. This happened over the course of like six to 10 seconds. It was very quick. These things don't often take a lot of time to occur. It's just a matter of occurrence, you know? So anyway, um, the brother that's saying the song, he came uh, right back up. He followed up with it and he was like, he said something to him uh, to address the guy immediately. But then he turned to another black man that was over there near them and he had to try to play it off. Now, I follow up to say that he was put in an awkward position because him being a biracial gentleman first of all there are going to be a lot of majority Caucasian aka white people that are going to uh, empathize with him but it's going to be on a different level than if they met a guy that was the same color as (laughs) Dick Gregory or any other dark skinned and I do mean dark skinned individual Um, and I don't mean to bring up colorism right now, but it's just a matter of fact that there are tendencies that happen, uh, when it comes to the relations between the majority and the minorities and the people that are a bit visually in between, they get treated, uh, differently than those that are on the opposite end of the spectrum. So, um, anyway, they were obviously, Uh, The individual that spoke was comfortable enough to say that to him, regarding him around other people without reserve for uh, retaliation, without reserve for uh, optics, without oddics, you know, without any kind of care for what anyone might have to say about that. And that's the type of deal that if it's really in you to be okay yeah the alcohol will help release those uh you know inhibitors and whatever that keep you from saying it blase blase but at the end of the day you already know there are certain things that you do and don't say and uh he was okay crossing that that boundary and it really it bothered me because 
I elected to go out tonight. I could have very well stayed right here in this beat up old chair uh, for a couple of hours playing Call of Duty and calling it in a night, uh, talking to my sweetheart for a little bit. But I said, you know what? I want to go out and get me a couple of them green beers. <laughs> I was like, it's a it's a holiday as far as I'm concerned. You know, I want to go out and I'm trying to get I'm not saying I'm trying to get lit lit, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get at least a couple of holiday drinks. Lord, just throw some green dye in there. You know, and my beer, so it'll it'll turn my doo-doo green. Nah, nah. I ain't <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you what though, over the years though, you learn some things. If you if you go out enough, you learn some things. I'll just say that. So <laughs> anyway, um uh, you know, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to spin it so uh so I can still still have some good good feels out of everything. But with that it really just it pissed me off because I felt like, dude, why do you feel like you can just come in my place of comfort of, you know, wherever I, f- I feel like this is this is my hood. You know, I feel like I'm cool here. I'm accepted here. I'm OK. And you're just going to come in here and disrespect me and my entire race like that. But then I remembered, oh, this is not my place. I don't own this place. I'm not here enough. This isn't, you know, a place where my concerns are high enough on the priority chart to where something like that is not going to get you thrown out. You know, just to have somebody try to play it off. So, you know, oh, well. You know, this ain't no nigger song, but it was wrote by a nigger, you know, and no, no, fuck that. And to the dude that said it, motherfuck you. All right. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to put it in the title, not safe for work. So if Lord Jesus, if my mama hear this, my mom, sorry, but fuck that dude. Uh, you know, all that shit. But anyway, uh. Uh, uh, I ain't LL Cool J. So mama didn't say knock him out. Mama said be smart. So I'm going to use my platform to uh, to speak my truths and I'll use my uh, post-secondary education to speak to you in such a manner by hopefully which you will comprehend complex matters of racial challenges. The run-ins the headaches, the things that we all have to deal with, but we all can work around. There are solutions to these issues that we face. And more oftentimes than not, it just takes a willingness to work around them. So, you know, saying something stupid in the heat of a moment is not worth losing your reputation. My guy. Um, and of course, I mean, these things could very simply be said to me as well. Yes, I've said things over the years that uh, definitely were not coming from a place of, uh, you know, genuineness or coming from a place of absolution. I mean, we all talk shit sometimes, but you got to realize if you talk shit, you need to either back it up 
or you really need to be coming from a place where you just want to generate some conversation so you can really drop some knowledge or you can really bridge a gap. Um, You know, you want to cross some ground, bring some people together and get some real understandings. I mean, what's the point of doing that if you're not going to push things further? It's like you just you're just throwing gas on a fire for no reason just for the sake of just to make it burn brighter burn hotter longer whatever whatever you want to call it um because uh you know it i already got some of my my moves together my knockout moves i'm gonna just say that so i mean i got combos for days my boy y'all run up talking some mess to me up in the club i'm probably gonna let it slide for a little bit (laughs) but everybody ain't as patient as purple haze so you better get that understood anyway um happy saint patrick's day to y'all uh for those of you that actually celebrate for those of y'all that just like to wear green and uh do what you do hey i'm wrong with that just uh be safe be mindful and um uh, be careful, quite honestly, because you never know who you're going to run into. Anybody else could have been in that club tonight. And I joke around about Little Rock and how dangerous it is and all this other stuff. Uh, but there are uh, numerous violent crimes that happen on a regular basis. I mean, just yesterday, I was. Uh, it took me going to Google and seeing an article about, uh, uh, what was that? A, a violent gun crime, I think, up the road from me. <laughs> and I laugh about it. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I want to be clear. Like, it's just, you never know what's going on around you. You know what I mean? Um, in very minuscule situations, but it, we're blessed. Every day that we wake up, we're blessed to have another chance, let's say, to get things right, as I like to say. But um, we got to keep ourselves out of situations that come from stupidity and ridiculousness. You know, you can't push the line just to push it. You better have some purpose and some ambition behind yourself. You got to be trying to move something or do something, get somewhere, you know, those are the types of deals like uh, it it really throws me off but anyway let me go ahead and wrap this up because like i said i was just supposed to tell y'all them one thing now i don't know how many times i've digressed i'm gonna have to start a counter y'all need to uh y'all need to send me a a counter recommendation you know like the coaches used to have where they'll count your laps when you're running (laughs) a little clicker device somebody needs to send me one of them uh it's shoot it to my email Purple Haze, the real purple haze at gmail.com. Shoot me a, a email with the tracking information for when y'all decide to send me a clicker. So I can keep up with how many times I digress. And maybe I'll maybe I'll give away something if I digress a certain amount of times. <laughs> but anyway, uh shout out to D, uh, who is also going to eventually i'm gonna talk him into it i'm gonna get him to create his own podcast page uh my brother Derek, man shout out to you bro because 
Um, we'd have been on so many adventures, man. So, so many more than we can even talk about publicly uh, right now until, you know, after some bombs are blown up and some other things have gone downhill. You know, it's like a half life of, of isotopes, man. You got to wait on things to cool down <laughs> before you can really evaluate them. But uh, anyway, all jokes aside, uh, I've got some questions from D that are going to hopefully give you all some really, really good uh, uh, content, I want to say, and pieces of thought processes because he's got a lot of great ideas and I'm going to push him. I'm going to help him to create his own page so that way uh, you all can have another source of great content, another source of great encouragement and just something to really help you grow. Because uh, he's definitely proposed a lot of questions to me, especially lately, which I'll be bringing to you soon and I'll give you my perspective, but hopefully he can give his. So I'll make sure that whenever he does, I tag him in it and you all can follow along, too. So in the meantime, y'all be easy. I'm going to drop some more things to you soon. I promise um, I'm dealing with a lot, honestly, with school right now and juggling everything else. But y'all just hang in there and I promise, I promise I got you. So do what you do. Be safe and be easy. Purple Haze is out.